I'm just a sweet transvestite. Hello, everybody, and you're listening to the Foggy Jack Live Podcast, where the haunters meet the haunted. Now, let's go on down to the pumpkin patch. The Foggy Jack Live Podcast is part of the Foggy Jack Live Podcast Network. Go on over to social media anywhere and search at FoggyJack13 for more shows like this one. And remember, stay spooky. Thank you, Max, for that marvelous introduction. Here at the Foggy Jack Live Podcast and the Foggy Jack Collective Podcast, we are proud to support our friends and our family in the LGBTQIA community, and you are always welcome and safe here. Here at the Foggy Jack Live Podcast, we support Haunters Against Hate because hate is the scariest thing of all. A simple statement has evolved into a nonprofit organization that gives haunters a voice to express themselves and the challenges they are facing in life and in the haunt community. For more information, please visit www.hauntersagainsthate.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Foggy Jack Live Podcast. Sorry for the delayed release of this show, but it was a fun fun show, and we are going to kick it off with a little bit of music, and then we're going to jump into our guest speaker for the night, which is Parker Eldritch of the Eldritch Review, and he's going to get all into his uh, show and all that. Today we're going to talk about the Mad Monster Party. It happened July 4th in Phoenix, Arizona, and it was a super fun time. Glad to get him on so we could talk about the show. Hope you guys enjoy.
to the show, first off. Are you there? Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it was... Let's see, we met at Mad Monster Party. I guess we met a little before that, right? We talked. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, technically. I mean, I followed you on social media and vice versa. And yeah, I think the first time we met in person and actually had a conversation was in mad monster party which was cool yeah it was it was a lot of fun it was a lot bigger convention than i thought i thought it was gonna be a lot smaller than it was but yeah honestly this year i i I loved it because you know i i've been doing this show since 2018 as a volunteer and in 2019 and 2018 the venue was so snug and so compact that it was still a good show but it just felt like so smashed in that you couldn't really move around there's no breathing room and with this year uh, I didn't know what to expect. I thought we were going to go be going to the same place. And they were like, no, it's this whole different resort. And I'm like, resort? Now, hey, hold on a minute. <laughs> and so, yeah, I show up for orientation and I see the whole place. And I'm like, well, damn, like it was huge. It was like a full on separate wing of the hotel. And it was his own thing. And they had their own like hospitality people. I was like, holy crap rap and there was so much more room for vendors and celebrities and there was like a whole panel room and it, it, it couldn't have been any better it was awesome this year for sure yeah it was it was really cool it was crazy to see just the lines that stretched around like it's a good thing it was bigger because the lines just for matthew lillard and uh what's his name pinhead Skeet Ulrich. Oh, Doug Bradley. Doug Bradley. Just both of those two lines wrapped around the floor. Like I, I weaved through them multiple times to walk around the floor and it was crazy. Oh yeah. No. And what was interesting is like every mad monster has like their like guest of honor, I guess. Mm -hmm. And in 2018, it was Kane Hodder. In 2019, it was Elvira. 2020 didn't happen, obviously. And in 2021, it was the Screamcast. 
because it was supposed to be Nev Campbell, Roger Jackson, Matthew Lillard, Skeet Ulrich, and Jamie Kennedy all at the same convention and all together for the first time since the movie premiere in 1996. <laughs> but Nev Campbell and Roger Jackson dropped out because they were they were filming Scream 5 at the time. But even then, you know, still Skeet, Jamie, and Matthew were still the hot ticket item, and it showed. I mean, I remember... You know, as a volunteer, people were asking me questions. They're like, you know, when is this photo op? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't have any answers because the Scream photo op is still going. Like, it started at, if I remember correctly, I think it was like 2 or 3 in the afternoon. It didn't get done until like 4 or 5. And no, you know what? It was 2 o'clock and it was done at 4. That's right. It took two hours to get through everybody. (laughs) Because what happened was they tried to combine them into one photo op so they did the trio and then they did just one or they did both of them or they did you know they mm-hmm. kind of combined them there was different combinations of it but yeah no that was definitely the craziest i've seen it and i agree if it was if it was a smaller venue like if it was at Wecopa, like it was three years ago it would have been horrible <laughs> because people would be lining up outside mm-hmm. when we when they had elvira like people were literally waiting outside and I'm like, well, what are you guys doing? And they're like, we're waiting for Elvira. I'm like, are you kidding me? And it makes sense. I mean, she's freaking Elvira, but at the same time, what the hell? You know, yeah. it, it, it's crazy. So, yeah, no. The bigger the venue, the better the show, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. My, it, like, what was crazy was the, the whole line for, for Matthew Lillard, I don't think, died down very much all day. But... There were oh, no. there were quite a few times when there was no one at Doug Bradley's table. Like I walked up to his table, mm-hmm. looked at his stuff, and he came and he stood right next to me. And I looked at him and I was like, holy shit, mm-hmm. this is Doug Bradley. I should say something. And then I walked away because <laughs> <laughs> I get the it. nerves. The yeah, nerves. I get you. But, That's. That's what I love about Mad Monster, though, and it's what you don't see at most Comic-Cons or comic conventions, Mm -hmm. is at Comic-Con, or at least in Phoenix Comic-Con, and I can only assume it's the same at, say, San Diego Comic-Con or Emerald City or whatever, but at Mad Monster, you can walk up to the guest and talk to them, and sure, you have to pay for, like, selfies and autographs and, you know, the works, but you can go up and talk to them and mm-hmm. there's no security to be like, hey, 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 what you doing? You know what I mean? Like at Comic-Con, mm-hmm. it's very, very tight. Like I remember Comic-Con 2019 in Phoenix, um, Chris Sarandon was there and I was super excited because he's Jack Skellington. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to go talk to him because I'm a huge Nightmare Before Christmas fan. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to walk up. Security was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just going to go talk to Chris. They're like, you sure? I'm like, yeah. What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> They're like, okay, just make sure you don't do anything else. I'm like, what else okay. <laughs> but yeah, like at yeah right like okay so yeah but at mad monster like you said doug just got up and stat and stood next to you for a little bit you know what i mean they just do that mm-hmm. the, the celebrities walk around the floor they walk to the panel they walk to the exhibitor hall to the bathroom or wherever they're doing they act like they're normal people because mm-hmm. they are normal people but it's crazy because it's like you know people have this image in their head of oh like you know celebrity has to have this royal treatment bro matthew lillard 
would walk from the exhibitor hall to the main guest bathroom and interact with people on his way to and from. Mm -hmm. And it's insane. It's absolutely insane. And that's another reason why I love Mad Monster so much. Yeah, I, I passed Matthew Lillard three or four times in the hall. Like, I was like, oh, there he is again. Like, And PJ Souls came and <laughs> basically sat next to us at the at the costume contest. Um, yeah, so it, that's right. I remember. And you know, Comic-Con, Comic, or that's not Comic-Con here in Salt Lake. They got sued. It's Fanex here in Salt Lake. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, Phoenix got sued too. It's <laughs> Fan Fusion or some shit. Yeah. I don't even remember what it's called. Yeah, it's it's Fanex here, and I I went a few. I've gone every year basically that it's been here, and I went. I wanted mm-hmm. to go see Tim Curry because Tim Curry is like one of my you know idols. Seeing that Rocky Horror is my favorite movie. Oh, and, of course. Um, he wasn't even there yes. most of the time. I mean, I I understand why i mean he's not a hundred percent health wise but even even it's like 150 160 bucks just to walk up and get an autograph like he wasn't even there like i couldn't even say hi Mm -hmm. so like it's not even worth it like i'm not Mm -hmm. i I can't i can't fork over 160 dollars to to say to just get an, an autograph even though it would be cool but yeah i'm going to i'm going to fanix um next thursday and it, I'm, I'm very interested to see just how, cause I know how big this show is. It's a lot of people that cram into this convention center. So I'm very interested to see how it's going mm-hmm. to be with all this COVID stuff. Um, cause it was canceled last year, of course, like every other convention. And so and it's interesting to see the differences right. between, um, mad monster party and other, Horror conventions that I've been to, um, mm-hmm. but it's interesting. It, it was pretty cool to see just to just see Matthew Lillard or um, PJ Souls, Doug Bradley, and I'm skipping on her name. Sleepaway Camp, Felicia Rose. Felicia Rose, like all of them, just walked around like it was like everyday people. So it was pretty cool. Yep. I did feel bad. I know, though. and that's it, it's for what? <laughs> <laughs> there was one lady there that was signing autographs, and she was like, and she was in Jaws for probably thirty seconds. Did you see her? She was just this little old lady. Yeah, she had her own little table, and I just felt bad because no one went up and mm-hmm. talked to her. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> I always feel bad for the. It's so sad because I've seen Jaws a hundred times, and I know that lady, and I know that scene because who doesn't? Mm-hmm. And um, I I didn't realize that that was her <laughs> until after the fact, and I feel so bad because again I've seen Jaws so many damn times, but I I forgot so many key details yeah. about jaws that would have made the weekend so much more crazy because jaws took place on the 4th of july and yeah that lady was in it and like somebody was pointing that out they're like oh it's 4th of july and that was her in the water in the beginning i'm like wait hold on hold on <laughs> what <laughs> i'm like i'm like okay because i kept seeing like all around the exhibitor hall i kept seeing amity island you know badges or shirts or whatever i'm like okay cool jaws nice but then i realized like shit it's fourth of july and yeah that's her right there damn 
Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But it's fine. At least it wasn't like Bruce. If it was Bruce, I, I'd take a picture. But, <laughs> you know, I digress. Yeah. Yeah. So what was your favorite part of the show? I mean, you were volunteer most of the time, but you did get to walk around the exhibit hall, didn't you? Yes. I did. So I think my favorite part, so I have two. The first one, this is going to be cheesy, but it's the truth, is the fact that it happened. Mm. You know what I mean? Because last year with like COVID and cancellations and just all sorts of mess, it was so nice to get back to a convention and be there with people that I know really well. And I just love being in that environment because like we have said a hundred times so far in this episode, there's nothing like Mad Monster and it's such a community. I mean, once you're a part of that monster community, as they're called, people don't forget you. You walk into orientation and it's like, cheers. They're like, Hey, mm -hmm. you know? So the fact that it happened and the fact that I was able to get vaccinated and do it again, it, it just, there was nothing like it. I was so thrilled. It made my whole year, honestly, because I didn't think it was going to happen. I really didn't. I was like after the nightmare that was last year mm -hmm. and I had no idea, you know, in January, only older people were getting vaccinated and, you know, healthcare workers and frontline workers and stuff, of course. So I was like, I don't think I'm going to get vaccinated and I don't think I'm going to be able to do what I want to do this summer. But thankfully, I got vaccinated well before the summer and I was able to do it. And it was just so great. So definitely the fact that it happened. But the other side of it, which is a little sentimental, is um, when you volunteer, uh, if you work like all days, all hours, you know, from Friday to Sunday, you're allowed a buddy pass, which means you get to bring in one person completely for free they just come in they get a wristband and they can you know enjoy the show for free and i had a hard time because i didn't think they were going to do it with like the covid rules and anything and everything um but they did and they were like you know you're volunteered for all days and all hours so you're eligible and i was like okay so i was thinking about it and I remembered, you know, my siblings, my brother's 16, my sister's 13. They really wanted to come because they love horror just as much as I do. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted them to have the chance to experience it because Mad Monster is just incredible. And especially because, you know, they're Scream fans and we were all like super excited to see them and stuff. And uh, my sister was at a sleepover all weekend. And, you know, my brother is 16 and he was home alone all weekend. He didn't, you know, get to go out with friends or do anything. So I was like, you know what? Let me bring my brother. So I told my parents, I said, you know, he I put him down for the buddy pass. So just drop him off on Sunday and let him come to Mad Monster. <laughs> And so, yeah, that's what he did. You know, they dropped him off on Sunday morning and my brother for the first couple of minutes, he we had to he had to kind of sit to the side because I was working the event. Mm -hmm. um, but then after a while, like by the like mid afternoon, um, the like lead because we had leads this year, like lead position person, mm -hmm. my lead position person was like, you know, you've been working so hard this whole weekend. Why don't you take some time? and be with your brother and i was like thank you so much <laughs> so i was able to take my brother to the screen panel with you know the three guys i was able to take him to the exhibitor hall which was my first time on that exhibitor hall all weekend long might i add <laughs> <laughs> and because i was so busy working at or at uh, not orientation at a registration <laughs> and they didn't give us the chance because you know we were the first ones people see so we weren't really allowed to have much flexibility which 
it sucked, but I didn't care too much because I'm like, you know what? You're right. I'm here to work. I'm not really here to just get in for free, so to speak. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, by Sunday, you know, I was able to take my brother around the exhibitor hall and get him some souvenirs, get myself some souvenirs. And we, man, we just had a blast. And I told him that I had a surprise for him. And the surprise for him was that we were going to take a picture with Ski Ulrich because he's a diehard Riverdale fan. And I don't know if you know this, but Ski Ulrich plays F.P. Jones in Riverdale. Oh, yeah. Jughead Jones' dad. And so my brother was, like, so excited to see him. And I was excited to see him because of Scream and Riverdale. I mean, I like Riverdale, too, but not as much as he does. And, um... Yeah, it, it was just, there was nothing like it. You know, we took a picture with Ski Ulrich. He was so nice, signed all of our merchandise that we had for him. Um, yeah, and, you know, I just got to share that experience with my brother. And it was crazy because, you know, I haven't, I haven't been able to take him in 2018 and 2019 because I wasn't living with him yet. But now that I am, I'm like, dude, this is what I've done every summer since 2018. And he thinks like I'm living this Hollywood lifestyle now. And it's like <laughs> eh, a little bit, I guess. Mm -hmm. But no, it was it was really, really special. And then, yeah, once we got done with that, you know, we were able to hang out and talk about how much fun it was. And yeah, there was nothing like it, you know, and he'll, I'm sure he talks about it with his friends. And it's my hope that like, you know, he really had the time of his life and he wants to do it again. He already told me he wants to volunteer so i was like two more years and then you can you gotta be 18 you're 16 so two more years there you go yeah it was it's was, it was a fun it was a fun time <laughs> it was it's always exhausting because it is a convention and there's a lot going on there's a lot of movement and a lot of action but you know, like I said, I mean, the, the fact that it happened and the fact that we were able to get back to cons, even just for a little bit before the whole Delta craziness, mm -hmm. it's it was such a good feeling. You know what I mean? Like, sh I didn't feel like it was too normal because I was at a convention with the mask on. But at the same time, like, I was able to feel like I was at a convention again. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was able to wake up early and stay up late and... <laughs> you know by sunday be wrecked and bro i tell you i was wrecked that week and i didn't think i would be because i'm like i've done this shit before and no i was just ugh, i i was it, uh, i can't even speak about it man i can't i can't describe the feeling i was so beat <laughs> yeah no i i walked around that convention floor probably a dozen times in the day, just kind of seeing everything, mm -hmm. taking videos, uh, talking to every single vendor, handing out flyers and stickers and all sorts of stuff. And I was exhausted by, by the end of the day, like yep. I left early. So, <laughs> and then, yeah. And then you came back, I thought, didn't you? Um, I can't, I left, I left around like five or six to go, to go get dinner. And then I came back for the costume party, and, or not the costume party, the contest and the other show. And then after that, I went home. Oh, yeah, the burlesque show? Yeah. Yeah. And then I went home, or went back to the hotel, and then drove home the next day. But... Yeah, I remember that because I was working all day and you wanted to hang out. I felt so bad. You wanted to hang out and I wanted to also, but I was like, dude, I don't know when I'm going to be done with this. And finally, by the evening, I was like, I'm done. I'm going to enjoy this show. 
so help me God. And yeah, it was really cool. You know, it was really cool to um, attend both shows with you and yeah, just chat about, you know, future plans. I mean, that was, that was awesome. So, and now we're here. So yeah, now we're here. So it was a lot of fun. Um, all right. So you also run a podcast, right? I do. Yes, I do. Let's dive a little bit into that at the, at the end of this here. Tell, um, tell us what your podcast is about and all that, or why you started it, what it's about, all that kind of stuff. Sure. So my podcast is called The Eldritch Review, and I created it to be a review and discussion-based podcast about, it was started out as old classic movies from like the 20s, the 30s, and the 40s, and originally I was going to focus on that decade in particular. I was going to do all the movies I loved from the 20s, like Nosferatu and Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, The Haunted House, you know, things like that. Um... But then I met Universal Monsters Universe, who changed my entire existence. And um, after that, I was like, you know what? I need to concentrate on Universal Monsters because that's where it's where it's at. Mm-hmm. And eventually, I was going to get to that. It's not like I wasn't going to do that. I was going to get there when I got to the 30s. Um, but because I had such an amazing time talking to Steven, shout out to Sherbert Downey Jr., Steven, um, I thought this is where i need to be this is what i need to do so yeah i changed my focus completely from being you know solely focused on each decade at a time to now okay i'm gonna do universal monsters so yeah the whole first season i did all the original universal monster movies like you know dracula and frankenstein and the wolfman and that kind of thing and then by the second season i did the sequels to those movies that are unfortunately considered b-list movies because a lot of people don't really know about them um but yeah, it's just been such a blast. I mean, the best way to describe it is, you know, film reviews and discussions about Universal Monster movies and Universal Monsters in general. Um, and I guess how it came to be is I, you know, I've always been a huge fan of monsters, you know, and horror my whole entire life. I mean, horror is literally, if I didn't have a blanket, horror can keep me warm at night. I <laughs> <laughs> And... Um, I was watching the invisible man and I was like, you know, rattling off all these random facts I had, you know, if I was on jeopardy, I probably could have won it because of that. <laughs> and, um, I, I was like, this is so great. And my mom was like, you know what? You're so knowledgeable about this movie. You know, you should do something about that. And I thought about it and thought about it. And I've always wanted to do a podcast, but it was always like, what the hell am I going to talk about? I mean, I can talk for days, but I don't know what I would talk about. And once I thought more in depth about it, I was like, oh, okay, well, I can do Universal Monsters or I could do old movies, old horror movies, because I love vintage horror movies. I have such a soft spot for silent films as well. Hmm. Um, and yeah, it just, just came to be overnight. And it's insane to think of, you know, where it started and where it is. I mean, there's that whole stupid trend on TikTok about Jeffrey Bezos. Look at where you came from. Look at you now. Mm-hmm. And it's insane because I think about the Eldritch Review and I think about it. And I'm like, look at where I came from, where I had this one idea. And then look at me now. I have well over a thousand plays. I'm a contributor for Universal Monsters Universe. Like there's so many things that 
if me and this because i think it was around this time of the year when i started brainstorming if me from last year could see me now he would be like whoa this that that's that's what's happening and it's like yeah dude buckle up because it's gonna be crazy i did not expect this um, this crazy of a response i didn't expect a monster community like all the things that i have it's it's unreal so (laughs) i know that was a long-winded answer but i mean i you know i i knew i was gonna have so much passion for it and i knew that it was going to be special for me but the fact that it grew to be what it is now is astounding. I never thought it would be like that. Mm-hmm. I, I really didn't. Yeah, no, you have to, you definitely have to find something you're passionate about when it comes to podcasts. Cause if you start a podcast and you're not passionate about it, it's not going to last very long because there's so much work that goes into a podcast. Mm-hmm. So to just, Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's amazing to know how much goes into it and, um, yeah, if you're not passionate about it, it's not going to last long. So that's good. That's a good thing. Yeah. That you're, you know, so passionate about, you know, um, universal horror, universal monsters. So are you ever going to go to, uh, uh, Halloween Horror Nights? I actually have been, I went in 2019, um, but unfortunately I didn't get to enjoy it too well because we went a little bit late. And the group I went with wasn't about to stay like super late and like enjoy it for what it actually was. (laughs) Um, But, but no, I definitely want to go back because when I did go, it was a blast and it's on universal property. What could be better? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, if you, I might, I might have some openings next, uh, next October. So, um, I definitely want to go. That's that's on the bucket list is to go to Halloween Horror Nights. So this year would have been cool. You don't have to ask me twice. Just tell me when. Yeah, this year this year would have been cool I for know. thirty, but it's only it only gets better. So everything I listen to and hear and and read from HHN, it just gets better every year. So I can only imagine mm-hmm. next year will probably be a lot will be better. So, but yeah, we should we should plan that and figure it out. I honestly, I mean, this is probably my own passion talking, but I would love, absolutely, positively love for one season, just one season, or maybe even one night, I don't give a shit, one time for Universal to do an entire HHN season dedicated to Universal Monsters. Because what they do is they do, like, one monster feature, like, when I went, it was Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, which is a flawless movie. Mm-hmm. And this year, they're doing Bride of Frankenstein's Revenge, which looks amazing. So they definitely tie in the monsters, which, of course, has all my love and respect. But I would love for an entire season to be dedicated completely to the monsters. So like a Frankenstein maze, a Dracula maze, an Invisible Man maze. Mm-hmm. Um Maybe even some of like the lesser known movies, you know what I mean? Like you can do like, oh man, what's that movie called? Um, oh, it just lost my mind while I'm trying to talk about it. But you can also do like a Dracula's Daughter, you know what I mean? Because unfortunately, Count Zaleska is very lesser known. So, you know, just do movies like that or do mazes like that. If you, they would have my money in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, um 
this year they're doing uh, last year they did a whole house on Universal Monsters, didn't they? Or was it two years ago? Yeah. Well, they always do a monster feature every year. Like I said, they did Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. They're doing Bride of Frankenstein this year. So they always try to throw them in at least a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. A little bit more monster exposure would be cool. Because what I'm finding is that, yes, there is a community for Universal Monsters. I mean, hell, it's what I just talked about. Mm -hmm. But I would love for the community to grow even stronger because I don't think people really know about these movies unless they're in the monster community themselves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, movies like Dracula's Daughter, I mean, sure, it might be unfortunately a lesser known movie, but people think Dracula's Daughter is Mavis from Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> and it's like, well, yes, but it's also Countess Aleska. And they look at me like, huh? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> go back and watch the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, of history, a lot of story there that definitely will probably give you a lot of podcast episodes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely have a lot planned. And that's what I kind of love is like, you know, Universal has been around for well over 100 years now. Um, and it's so cool to think that they started out making silent films and then Lon Chaney came in and then Universal Monsters and then they just, you know, had the history they had from there. And it's it's insane. It really is insane. So yeah, no, I definitely have <laughs> some work cut out for me when it comes to that front. But I wouldn't have it any other way. I really wouldn't. Well that's that's good. So let's um we're gonna wrap this up here. Tell everybody where they can find your podcast, where they can find you. Sure. So you can listen to the Eldridge Review on any major podcast streaming platform. So Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Um, I host through Anchor, so you can listen on Anchor. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram at the Eldritch Review, or you can follow me on Facebook at the Eldritch Review Podcast. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you there's a link in the bio and that pretty much has all the listening links so if you forget you can just tap that and it'll take you there um i also have merchandise available which is also in that link in the bio um i have a patreon if you want to support the audit review even further uh depending on the amount you choose will determine the benefits you receive so one one dollar to one hundred dollars um and lastly uh i do have a tiktok i tend to you know, be stupid and do the TikTok trends. But I also sometimes will stay on course and talk about Universal Monsters or talk about podcasting tips. So yeah, plenty of fun things. Um, I'm mostly on Instagram. You know, most of my, the things I post on Instagram go right to Facebook. So if you want me to talk to you more or if you want more active content, follow me on Instagram at The Eldritch Review. Well, sweet. Thank you much for coming on the show. And uh, thank you for the invite. Yeah, no problem. We'll have to. We'll catch you next time. Sounds great. Hello, and this is Ty from the Foggy Jack Live podcast. And I just want to let you know that you are not alone. If you are struggling, if you are thinking about hurting yourself, or if you know someone who is, please extend an arm, extend a hand. Give them this number, or you can call this number as well, 800-273-8255. 
That's 800-273-8255. You are more important than you know. You are more loved than you know, and you are needed. When you watch horror movies in summer, do you cry out of angst for the Halloween season? <laughs> Have you ever wondered what happens behind dark, spiderweb-encrusted curtains of a haunted house? <laughs> well, boy, oh boy, do I have a solution to all of your aching problems. The Foggy Jack Live Podcast. 
where the haunters meet the haunted. Each week on the show, you'll learn behind-the-scenes info of the haunt industry, the talk of the paranormal and cryptid industry, we also talk about horror movies, Halloween, and so much more. So please join us each week for this creepy, kooky, mysterious, and spooky Foggy Jack Live podcast. And we'll catch you down in the pumpkin patch where the haunters meet the haunted. The Foggy Jack Live podcast is found anywhere podcasts are sold, distributed, or streamed. Please follow us on all our social media accounts at FoggyJack13. Please note this podcast is not responsible for explosive diarrhea, vomiting, erectile dysfunction, heartworms, or major migraines as a result of listening to the show. Jeebus, creepers, where'd you get those creepers? Jeebus, creepers, where'd you get those eyes? Oh gosh, all get up, had to get so lit up. Gosh, all get up, had to get that size. Oh golly gee, when you turn the heaters on, woe is me. Got to put my cheetahs on. A jeebus, creepers, where'd you get those peepers? Oh, those weepers, had to get my ties. Oh, where'd you get those eyes? Oh, jeep, 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 jeepers, creepers, where'd you get those peepers, boy? Jeebus, creepers, where'd you get those eyes? Guys, all get up. I did get so lit up. Gosh, all get them, boy. I'd get that size. Golly, gee. Oh, when you 
jungles he does on war with me that put my cheetahs on jeeba 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 scream for the wedge with those people's boy oh those weebles have they hypnotized yes where'd you get those eyes 